Welcome to Navigating the Modern World, a place to gain skills or new ways of thinking, coping, or approaching the areas of life that you may feel stuck, stagnant, fearful, or challenged. Hello and welcome to episode 48 of Navigating the Modern World. My name is Kimberly Johnson. I am your host. I am a mindset shifter. I'm a peace warrior and I'm a sex advocate. I do life coaching and sex coaching here in the Denver, Colorado area. If you desire to learn more about my work, you can find me on my website, www.kimberlycoaching.com. In today's episode, we are going to unpack the idea of belonging. And this is a very, very important conversation for me because I have felt for years and years that I would do anything to belong. I would do anything to fit in. And this has created so much suffering in my life. And the main way that it has caused suffering is that I have in the past been kind of a, a liar in a sense of really trying to like one up my stories and make everything really exciting. And even if I have to add a little bit, or even if I have to white lie a little bit, like it doesn't matter because people will like me and it's also shown up in that I'm constantly trying to control every situation. I'm constantly trying to please people and be the peacemaker instead of just fully being myself. And that is the biggest impact. The biggest impact is that I have suffered so much from having a lack of full self-expression. And I deeply believe that we are here to be fully self-expressed, that we are here to truly understand who we are and be that in the world. And when we're obsessed with this like desire and need to belong and to fit in, we constantly are acting how we think people want us to act or how we can manipulate the situation so that we get what we want, which is like safety and security, instead of actually just fully being ourselves. So I'm going to offer two ways to really cultivate belonging in your life right now. So I'm going to start with a quote from Brene Brown. And the quote is, For years, I thought it was the other way around. I'll do whatever it takes to fit in. Then I'll feel accepted. And that will make me like myself better. And just the sentence before, she says this. Now I understand that in order to feel a true sense of belonging, I need to bring the real me to the table. And that I can only do if I am practicing self-love. So I want to play you guys a little song, just a little part of a song. Because the way that I have learned to fully love and accept myself is through doing the things that really make me feel alive. 
and playing music is one of those things. And then I'm going to share a story and then we're going to jump in to how you can really take on belonging for yourself. So the song I'm going to play, it's a, um, it is a cover of a song called Burning House by this woman named Cam. Let's see if I can get it pulled up. A one, two, a one, two, three. I've been sleepwalking, been wandering all night, trying to take what's lost and broken, make it right. I've been sleepwalking, too close to the fire, but it's that song and playing it just brings me such joy and such peace and such clarity playing music is where I know I belong there's no question and so this weekend so I'm here in Vail with my family and this weekend my boyfriend came up to spend time with my family and my boyfriend is an athlete and he eats a lot, like a lot. And when it's just me and him, it doesn't bother me at all. It does not bother me at all. But when we're with other people, I automatically start having anxiety. And so we were in Seattle a few weeks ago and I'd had some anxiety and then we were here in Vail and I started having anxiety and I started having anxiety and me and him, our promise to each other is that we'll talk about everything before things get out of hand or out of control. We'll talk about them. So my anxiety was building and building and building. So I was like, okay, you just have to talk to him. So I went to him and I said, Hey, like I feel like I'm having to baby you or I'm like constantly going into the kitchen making sure that you're not eating all the food my parents bought and I'm like just fully unloading on him because I'm having like anxiety and so of course he's super gentle and kind to me and so he listens and we talk and we're talking and what I got clear about is that it actually wasn't about his eating because when it's just him and me, like I don't care about his eating. It's not about his eating. It's actually about me trying to manipulate and control the situation to prevent any sort of upset for my parents. So, you know, you grow up with your parents, your parents have their own triggers, your parents, you have memories of what triggers your parents. And so I just like, I lived, I was living in this space of like, my parents might get mad if you eat all their food and, and I have to be the peacemaker and I have to be the one that is thinking of everyone. And I have to be the one that's like pleasing everyone because if somebody's not pleased, then I'm going to be the one that has to like take the brunt of it. And it was just this like spiral, spiral, spiral. And I realized from that moment, so we were sitting and talking and I was like, whoa, okay. 
So this is about me people pleasing. And this is about me trying to be the peacemaker. So then I was like, okay, where did this start? When did this start? I started asking myself questions. And what I got clear about is when I was about six, my parents had gotten into a fight about my oldest brother. And this was a common occurrence. And my father decided that he needed to leave. And I'm six. I don't really understand what's going on. I, in my mind, thought he was going to leave forever. So I was standing by the garage door begging him not to leave. Begging him not to leave. And he pushed me aside and he left. And in that moment, I felt so traumatized that I thought, okay, Kimberly, if you don't please everyone... And if you don't become the peacemaker, you're going to be left by people you love. And it's interesting because I play, I've been playing this role for 30 years, the people pleaser, the peacemaker. And I've convinced myself that I'm doing it for the good. I've convinced myself that it's serving everyone, that like, for me to like control Josh's, Josh's eating and try to control my parents if they were to get upset, I've convinced myself that it's the best thing, that I'm like protecting everyone and that I'm being the peacemaker and everyone will be pleased. But the truth is, is I'm pleasing nobody. The truth is, is that I act in those ways to try to manipulate the situation so that I am safe and so that I don't have to experience being left again. And it's so interesting because I've been playing this role for most of my life and multiple times in my life now, I have been left by people I love, including my husband, including a best friend, They just all of the sudden leave. And I'm going to tell you exactly why. It's because the second that I go into people-pleasing, the second I go into being the peacemaker, I am consumed by other people and I have completely left being myself. I've completely left myself. So there's no longer Kimberly being. There's Kimberly in anxiety trying to manipulate and control a situation. And in moments, it feels valid, right? Because I'm having this fear come up, this anxiety come up of like, oh no, if people aren't pleased, if if I'm not the one being the peacemaker, then I'm going to get left by everyone I love. And it's like this very visceral, very real situation. And I convince myself that if I act certain ways or if I do certain things, that I can manipulate the situation or control the situation enough so that I'm not left And so that I know that I belong. And so that I know that I'm loved. And it's this complete cycle where I work, 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 work to people please and to be the peacemaker. But I always end up with exactly what I don't want. I end up in relationships where I don't know myself. And of course, the people in the relationship with me don't know me either. Because I've been so consumed with keeping the peace and so consumed controlling and manipulating that I don't even know who I am and they definitely don't know who I am and the relationship ends and I perpetuate the cycle of fear of losing who I love 
and I stop being myself and then I end up getting exactly what I'm terrified of getting. I lose the people I love. And so I'm sitting here and I've been reading Brene Brown. This, um, the book is called the gifts of imperfection and I've been reading her and I've been thinking about these things. And of course this pattern comes up with Josh here and I'm like reading this perfect book and I realize, so I'm going to read this sentence again from her book. So it says, for years, I thought it was the other way around. I'll do whatever it takes to fit in and then I'll feel accepted and that will make me like myself better. And then before in the sentence, she says, now I understand that in order to feel a true sense of belonging, I need to bring the real me to the table. And that I can only do if I'm practicing self-love. So I want, if anybody here is listening and they find themselves always trying to please people, or they find themselves always being the peacemaker, it's kind of a suit of armor that we put on. It's like a way of being. It's like our superhero like outfit, except for we're not saving anybody except for ourselves. <laughs> so we like put this armor on because we think it'll keep us safe. And we think we've convinced ourselves that it's going to keep everyone safe. But underlying, we're just trying to protect ourselves. And so there's two things that I really want to offer for you guys to begin really breaking down your own your own kind of struggles and challenges with people pleasing and really beginning to cultivate this act of belonging the sense of belonging and the first thing is is that when we're people pleasing so when i was so worried about what josh was eating and i was so worried about my parents i actually am operating from a place of being in their business i become a consumed with them and i no longer am living my life i no longer am being who i am and i'm consumed with them over there and i'm completely in their business and i want to say that it is none of our business what other people are doing i'm going to say that again it is none of our business what other adult humans are doing and I want to be clear, I'm not talking about your 15-year-old son that's struggling with something. I'm not talking about that. I'm talking about adult humans. What we do is we try to control them or manipulate their behavior because we feel unsafe. And we're just in their business and we need to get out of their business. Out of their business. It's not my business how much Josh eats. It's not my business how my parents react to his eating. Like those two things are their responsibility. And when I try to manipulate and I'm in people's business, I actually take away their life because people get to experience emotion. Josh gets to eat however much he needs to eat. My parents can get upset if they need to get upset. Like I don't need, it's not my job, nor is it my business to control other people, period. So when we get out of their business, if you notice and how you can notice that you're in someone else's business is like when you're wanting to people please, or you're like trying to be the peacemaker, right? You're like, I just want everyone to feel okay. 
I just want everything to be okay. And I'm willing to do anything to do it. We're in someone else's business because we're trying to protect ourselves. And there's nothing wrong with this. Except for that it's not genuine and it's not authentic. We can only be ourselves in present moments. When we're manipulating or trying to control by people-pleasing or being a peacemaker, we actually are just afraid of what could happen. So we're living in the future. We're not being present. And when we're present, we can fully be ourselves. We can fully practice self-love. And we can fully know we belong in present moments. But if we're constantly people-pleasing or trying to be a peacemaker, then everyone suffers. And we've convinced ourselves that we're trying to prevent suffering for everyone. But in the end, everyone suffers. Everyone. And it's funny because um, even with my father and my mother, like I have these because they're, you know, they're my parents and I've grown up with them. I have these ideas of like, but I know how they'll react or I know them. Right. And same with Josh. Like I know how Josh is going to eat. I know Josh. I know what's going to happen. And we convince ourselves that we're protecting because we know the outcome. We know what's going to happen. And I just want to say that you actually don't know. And I also want to offer that when I coach couples in relationships, when they want to be coached on either relationship struggles and challenges, or they want to be coached in sex, it's always because their biggest issue is that they, they come to their partner every single day as if they know exactly what their partner's going to say and what their partner's going to do. They have completely forgotten that because we're human, every single day we are a different person. Even at a cellular level, our cells are constantly changing. We're constantly changing and evolving. And the person that you're coming to in your relationship, whether it's intimate or platonic, is a different person every single day. Yet we approach them as if we know what they're going to say, we know what they're going to do. And then when situations keep getting created, we blame it on them. But it's actually our fault. When we show up to a person and we show up being like, oh, I know what they're going to say, but like you ask them a question, you're like, I'm going to ask this question, but I know what they're going to say. You're coming actually with an attitude that's going to create the exact situation you don't want. Same exact thing that's happening to me, right? I'm trying to manipulate and control because I don't want to be left. And then I get left. I get what I'm trying to prevent because I show up in situations a certain way where that is the outcome. And when you think that you know your partner, you think that you know your friend and you show up in certain ways because you just know that like this is how they're going to respond, you're actually creating the exact scenario that you don't want. And it's not your friend's fault. You want to blame your friend because your friend reacts or your friend says something, but it's because you're showing up that way. That then they respond because you are already creating that exact situation. So the second way for you to really look at your people pleasing and look at the ways that you want to manipulate relationships and situations is to get curious. 
to not think that you know so much, to not think that you actually know this person standing in front of you. Even if you've been a partner of theirs for 20 years, maybe look at them and say, like, I'm curious about you. I don't want to just think that I know everything you're going to do and say, I actually want to be curious about you and give you the space to grow and change and evolve and act differently and show up differently in this relationship. So if you're struggling about, um, let's say sex all the time, and you're constantly coming up to the conversation scared or afraid to communicate, then you're actually, and then your partner responds exactly how they always do. It's actually you showing up that way. So you take responsibility and you choose to get curious. You could say to them like, hey, today, would you want to try this? And give them space to show up differently. If people don't have space to grow and evolve and show up differently, then they're just going to stay stagnant because you're showing up stagnantly and they'll show up just the same. You'll get more of what you don't want. So the first one was really getting out of that person's business, getting out of their business. And you can get out of their business by living your life. Take on something that's joyful for you. Play music, go outside, call a friend, write a letter to somebody, do something that fulfills you. Get out of their business and you live your life. Stop trying to live theirs and you live yours. The second is instead of showing up to situations as if you already know, get curious. Look at the person curiously. Ask the person questions. When the person responds, get curious about why they're responding. I wonder why they're saying that. I wonder why they're showing that emotion. And ask them. We constantly live in a cycle of like showing up a certain way, that person reacts to how you're showing up, then you react to the, how, the, how they're showing up. It's this like very cyclical cycle that doesn't feel good for anyone. And if you can just pause and get curious about them and ask them questions, then they might, they just might show up differently. Same with the situation with Josh and my parents. Like nothing ever happened and I let it go. Nobody said anything. Nothing was done or said. It's because I was creating that in my mind. It wasn't real. I don't have to act like my parents are going to react to everything. Like maybe I felt like they did when I was a child. I don't have to act like that child. I can get curious about them and I can let them have emotion and I can let Josh eat however much he needs to eat. And the last thing, so you might be wondering, okay, why did she play music? Okay, what was going on? And I just want to share that like the sense of fear of for me of being left and like really wanting to belong and me trying to manipulate everything so that I know that I belong and that everything's okay and I'm safe. The way that Brene Brown says, so I'm going to say it again. Now I understand that in order to feel a true sense of belonging, I need to bring the real me to the table. And that I can only do if I'm practicing self-love. So when I'm fully self-expressed, and I show up fully self-expressed in my relationships, that 
and then practicing self-love, right? So for me, it's like playing music. For me, it's dancing. For me, it's writing. For me, it's making this podcast. When I'm doing the things that I really love and that cultivate my sense of well-being and self-love, then I know I belong and I don't need to manipulate. I don't need to control situations. I don't need to have fear that people are going to leave me because I'm fully living my life. I'm fully experiencing joy in my life. And so that is practice. It takes practice. We can't just love ourselves like automatically. We can't just know we belong automatically. We have to show up authentically in our lives. We have to bring the real us to the table. The real us. And part of this podcast about people pleasing and about trying to be the peacemaker is that I lose my sense of being. And who I am is fun-loving and silly and I like to make voices and I like to play music and I like to run around and and when I'm constantly consumed by people-pleasing or I'm constantly consumed by trying to be the peacemaker, I totally stop being myself. I stop living my life and I'm trying to live these people's lives and then I completely forget who I am and the practice is, is to live your life to cultivate self-love by doing the things that really bring you joy. And it's practice. It doesn't just come to us. It takes practice and diligence. It takes everyday choosing to do the things that make us feel alive. It's everyday choosing to be curious about people. It's everyday choosing to stop being in other people's business and knowing that your people pleasing isn't actually pleasing anyone. It's just a safety mechanism. And the only true way to be safe is to be alive, is to be living, is to fully embrace each moment. And I do that by music. So what's your way of embracing life? What's your way of cultivating self-love? What's your way of being truly yourself so that you can let go of these people-pleasing desires or these peacemaking desires or whatever your version is so that you can truly be in the world because that is how you will make a difference and that is how you will get true fulfillment and meaning out of this life. But don't just take my word for it. Try it on. Try on the next time that you notice that you're people-pleasing. Try on getting curious. Try on getting out of their business and going to live your life. Going to do things that bring you deep joy. And then share with me what comes up. You can share with me by emailing me at KimberlyEliseJohnson at gmail.com. If you don't know how to spell my name, you can find it in the podcast. It's spelled out KimberlyEliseJohnson at gmail.com. You can also find me on my website, KimberlyCoaching.com. Also, if you're listening to this podcast and if anything has moved you in this podcast or another podcast, please go over to the iTunes on your computer and please write a review and rate this podcast. I love you guys so much. Until next time.